It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas, a huge welcome to you. The Divas That Care is now in its 12th season. We are listened to in over 30 countries around the world, and it's because of all of our amazing listeners that we've been able to do this, and I'm just so excited about it. You know, each week we have different guests on our program, and we have so many great conversations, and it's always a pleasure, especially when we want brand new divas to our family, because, you know what, we get to know them just like you're getting to know them also. All right, everyone, I'm excited because today's guest is the amazing Linda Martin. Linda, welcome to the Divas I Care. Good morning, Candace. How are you doing today? I'm excited. This is, a, you know, we've only had a conversation briefly the other day and then today, and I'm excited because you are just absolutely extraordinary. You've got a lot of things that you're doing. You're helping so many people. But kind of before we dive into that, Linda, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. And just before we do that, Candace, just first of all, huge thank you for having me on the show. I am very inspired about what you've created um, reaching out to women in 30 countries, my goodness, um, just a hats off, hats off to you. Uh, Thank yeah, you so much. <laughs> you are welcome. Just a quick introduction. I, um, I am a team coach for leadership and management teams. Very, very inspired about this field. And Candace, a bit of background, how I came into it was I spent over 20 years, believe it or not, doing corporate strategy. And so what we would do is we'd sit around and we'd figure out, you know, where the business is going to go. We were doing playbooks. This is how we were going to get there. And literally one day I became, it was like the coin dropped. And I became so aware that this strategic field is not how you get a company to greatness, that we were kind of talking at people. We weren't really, we were a group. We weren't really a team. And so I decided literally to turn my career in an entire new direction. And although strategy, I dare say, is so important, the most important thing is how do we get to us? How do we rally every single person on the team around a common goal? And I can promise you, when you know how to do that, the results will absolutely fly, number one, and they will really shock you what a group, a team of people rallied around can really achieve. I love that. And that is so important. People don't realize how important that is in order to help a business grow uh, I think in the past, you know, there was a lot of competition and everybody was trying to get to different positions and they were wanting to do this and they did things by themselves. And that thought process has really changed. You know, people are starting to rally, like you're saying, together. And how do we make this better? Because then it, it makes the work environment also so much better. 100%. And it, what I'm really seeing around the world is we are we're making a pivot as humanity from a focus on individual. Meaning, how do I get this promotion? 
how do I control this group of people? Me, 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 me. I think the pandemic really showed us that we are way more interconnected than we ever thought, right? This is, the pandemic was the first global emotional impact. And that alone has really made people go, wow, my goodness, we cannot continue to operate as individuals. The world is too volatile, too uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. It's what we call the VUCA world. We, we can't operate this way anymore. We have to come together as a collective, get rallied around with high levels of desire about what we want to achieve, utilize the strengths that each person brings, and then move forward. And, you know, that old saying, together is better is absolutely so true. I love that. And, you know, that's kind of what we're always about, too, with the divas, is that, you know what, let's collaborate. Let's change the world. Let's make it better. Let's work together to accomplish that. I always believe you can't do everything on your own. You need a team around you in order to succeed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one thing we're always talking about, if you want to go fast, Candice, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Because there are, you know, sometimes our experience on a team is like, oh, my gosh, if I just did this myself, Candace, I could get it done a lot quicker. But we all realize <laughs> that yep. just keeps us where we are, right? And so this ability to actually work together and see a much broader interconnected view is the mm-hmm. work that I do in companies. And one thing I know that this audience will appreciate, you know, families are the first team that we're ever on. And some of us have been part of, you know, fantastic teams and others have been part about of teams that haven't been so fantastic. But I can tell you that either way, there was something to be learned out of that experience, right? And sometimes just learning what not to do is important as knowing what to do. But teams uh, being in a family is really our first experience with it. And I dare say that we don't really get an education on it past that. I mean, it is certainly, I can tell you, not taught in any business school. We talk leadership till we're blue in the face. And for most of it, it's about individual individual leadership. How are we going to get Candace to be this, that, and the other? And she's going to be Mm -hmm. this superstar in the company. Um, Academia is just, I'd say, at the very beginning stage, realizing that, you know, team cohesion, team dynamics, team goals are really what is going to separate a ordinary company from an extraordinary company. So tell me, Linda, how do you work with organizations and and what kind of things do you do with them? So I work with all sorts, honestly, different sizes up to the, you know, say, you know, I've worked with companies that have revenues of $100 billion down to companies that have a team of, say, 10, and they want to get this right at the very beginning. And what we do is we come in and help them, arguably, Candice, with the area that they're looking the most. They're, they're, this is the area that they're looking for the most help in. So when I talk to CEOs, they say, Linda, number one problem is getting people to work together. It's not the product. It's not the service. It's actually the people. And, in fact, 90% of companies say they're not really good at working with groups of people. They're pretty good working one-on-one. Yeah. But when it comes to a group, it's hard. 
And so we work with all different types and styles. And you know why? Because people are the same. It doesn't matter if I lead this in Toronto or I lead this in China, um, a totally different country. We actually are way, way more similar than different. And what we do is I want to leave your listeners with kind of a, um, a, a takeaway, something for them to reflect and think about. We work um, with a team, and usually the team is less than 10, uh, because I have certainly learned in my work, if you want to create dynamics, cohesion, and closeness, once it gets bigger than that, it gets harder, right? When you've got 15 people, you, there's hardly time for even everybody to speak. Right? Yeah, that's true. You've got that many people on the team. So one thing I would leave the listeners, when you're thinking of teams, think less than 10. This is where you really get the results. So we start working with a group less than 10, and we look at what are the areas that need to be looked at to have a team produce their biggest outcome. And I want to share with you what they are. Number one. What is the purpose, motivation, and goal? Now, some teams, Candace, that we work with, they're really unclear. So let's say I'm working with a team of finance people, and they're working in a big company. It would be like, well, you know, we're here to make money. No, but let's make it a little bit clearer than that. What is it that you guys really, really want to have happen? There's got to be huge desire. So that's where we start engaging people about what is it that we can do together that we could never, ever accomplish on our own. Once we get that established, we start looking at the other five areas. And those other five areas are what is our external environment looking to us for? So in finance, they could be looking at, well, what does our sales team require from us? Well, they require timely reports, insights, that sort of thing. So we take the conversation way beyond the team, okay? The third thing we start looking at, and this one is arguably the most fascinating, is team dynamics. And I can tell you, Candace, that teams suffer a lot in the area of communication. It could be conflict resolution, inability to listen, not really that kind or supportive, um, difficulty dealing with change, difficulty giving things up. Um, and I know your audience is, is men, but and, and also predominantly women, using the word divas that care. This is, I think, one area where women can really shine in the relationship dynamic area. Um, so once we get kind of that, those issues resolved, then we go on and we take a look at what's going on internally that could hold us from being the best team ever. Maybe we don't have the right financial systems. Maybe we need to look at a software package, right? Um, so we look at that. And then one, the last two are probably my favorite. What is it that this team does to learn? And we really, because in today's environment, this is super important, is we need to learn faster than our environment is changing. And it can be anxiety-provoking, but I tell you, if you come together as a team and you go, you know what, I think we should learn about how to be more influential. And one person on the team takes it on. I want to learn this myself, and I'm going to come back and share. 
So one thing I know about teams is that if peers are brought in to teach something, it's way more effective than bringing somebody from outside of the team. We listen more to peers. They're with us day in and day out. So very, very effective way of taking a team to the next level is putting together a team learning plan. And, Candice, I've got to tell you, people love it. I can see that. And I'm really excited about this and the fact that, you know, you can really work together. But I do, I want to interrupt and ask you one question. How long do you work with these groups? Is this a a long period of time or is this kind of like a workshop where you're there for a couple of days? Good question. So we start with six months. Now, you might go, my goodness, Linda, six months. I can tell you that to actually alter the way people work together will not change in a workshop. A workshop will start to help the camaraderie, get to know people. It's the start of a relationship. But if you really want to take a team to the next level, it takes principles and it takes practice. So the teams that we work with, they're practicing something every single day. We're talking about a concept and they're putting it into practice every day. Because we all come at it. We have different personalities, different ways Mm -hmm. of being. But how do we get to us? How do we operate literally as one? But I'm not saying we don't give ourselves up in the process. Right? Like, you know, I don't know if you remember that saying, there's no I in team. (laughs) Well, I am vehemently in disagreement about that because there has to be an I in team when all of us, can be our best self. That Mm -hmm. is when the team can leverage the diversity and the strengths and collectively come together and produce something that's never been produced before. So, of course, there's an I in team. And the most successful leaders understand that. So, Linda, so tell me this. Do you find that there's certain people that might not want to be a part of that and then you kind of, these companies are weeding those people out through this process also. There are people that this is not their nature, and we call them, Candace, the lone wolves. They're happy kind of going out and doing their things. A lot of cases, lone wolves are top performers. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. There's a tendency that they just, they don't like to share necessarily. Um, And what there's two types of companies, honestly. One of them is like, well, Linda, they're such a great performer. Let's just let them operate on their own. And other companies are like, you know what? We need to have everyone being part of a collective. We get smarter working together collectively. The more that we honor lone wolves and say that it's okay, then we're allowing that for others. So I would say companies are in two camps. Some are scared, honestly, Candace, to let them go. And others are saying, no, you know what? Culturally, this world requires collective intelligence. We can't have yeah. sharpshooters out on their own boat um, because it's not helping us go further. It might get us there quicker, but long-term, it's not the right complement to have on the team. Well, then you definitely see that in this program. I love that six months. That's fantastic. Everybody's learning stuff all the time. Can we can we get some tips on that? Can you share a little bit about what they're learning all the time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that they're learning is that being a leader 
is not a role. Learning leadership is a process. So how do we raise the leadership of every single person on the team? And whether companies realize this or not, the, the, the way that we manage co- companies is changing so quickly. This old school way of leading people, of me kind of, well, you know what, Candace, you report to me, and this is a job I need you to do, and I'm going to check and double check. We just don't have the time for that. And we need to, I need to have people on my team that are capable of leading themselves. And so what do I mean by that? We're teaching people how to do what they say they're going to do. This is part of self-leadership. We're teaching people how to stay motivated, right? No manager wants to be in charge of motivating others. In fact, it's the one thing that we can never do as leaders is motivate others. We, they have to have that themselves, right? And yes. can they stay calm, right? Um, people need to learn this themselves so that they can show up actually as a leader for others on the team. And we're not relying on a manager to come in, that we can do this on our own. So this concept of self-leadership really sits at the center. And it gives, and it's empowering, too, to know that, well, I'm going to have a bigger impact in this company by me becoming a better leader and not just relying on my boss to do that leadership function. If you're satisfied with the job, then your performance is going to go up higher. You're going to just enjoy it and be around your coworkers. And what a better experience. If you have to work, you might as well enjoy it. Yes, absolutely. And you're tipping into something that we certainly learned during the pandemic is that there's a resounding voice from there, I would say, just shy of 80% of people saying, I need to feel valued in this company. I don't want to be managed. I want to bring what I can bring and contribute to something that I believe in. And that I know that my skills can help you get there and make me feel that that is my role here, that I'm not just, you know, got this job and accountable for this and KPIs, that companies are learning that, that allowing people to feel valued and operating this way, what does it give people? It gives, you know, most of our social lives, candidates are now held at work. That's where we create relationships, Right. And so people want to feel valued so that they can connect with others and have those friendships and those relationships so that there's an environment by which this can flourish. So this whole field of team is quite broad, right? As you can see, it tips into all sorts of different areas. Um, but the one thing I just want to leave with your, your listeners is that it is the fastest way to the biggest outcome you could ever imagine. When you get people rallied around something that they all believe in, my goodness, this is how we put a man on the moon. That's how we did it. We got people rallied. Yep. Like, it was an exciting team to be on. My goodness, what are you working on? Well, I'm putting a man on the moon. But every <laughs> business, right? has something that they're doing that is, you know, like I think about what you're creating. You're creating a movement of kindness and caring and, and bringing people together collaboratively, right? Like that can have a tremendous impact. I'm sure for you that that's the most important thing in the world that you believe 
Yeah, it is. You probably wouldn't go down that road, right? You are completely right. I that's exactly what I'm looking for, and and why we do the divas that care. And oh my gosh, Linda, this has been so much fun. I want to. Can you leave our listeners with how they can get a hold of you? Do you have a website? Do you, are you on social media? How can our listeners get a hold of you? So if they have any questions and they want to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. Best way to reach me is, uh, is on the website, lindamartinresults.com. lindamartinresults.com. Um, I guess I'm blessed or cursed with a very common name. It's like Kim Smith. <laughs> Hoping people remember. <laughs> and honestly, to any of your callers, if you know, if people are running businesses or just or even part of a team and go, I'm struggling, you know, let's, let's just jump on a call and have a quick call. Like you, I am all about, you know, sharing, contributing, leading a movement. The more conversations I can have to help is what really lightens me up. So I encourage people to go there, reach out to me. Uh, just fill your name in the uh, in that little drop down box, and I'd uh, I'd love to book a time and and talk more about this. Oh, that's wonderful! I really love that. And for our listeners, one of the things that Linda, one of the groups that Linda works with, I should say, are nonprofit organizations. And with the Divas That Care, we are quite involved with a lot of different nonprofit organizations. So this could work quite well for each and every one of you. So that's why I was really excited to have Linda on our program. Yes, yeah, and I do. I worked actually with quite a few nonprofits, uh, Candace. Um, and arguably, just one thing I'd say is that I believe that they're more difficult than running a profit-based business. And the reason I say that is, in a profit-based business, it's pretty clear we're here to make money. In nonprofit, it makes teams a little bit harder. Because mm-hmm. people are coming at it from numerous points of view. It could be just cause-related, right? It could be, yes, donation-based. But, but actually, there's challenges in getting people aligned and engaged in that one big idea. But um, I recently uh, worked with uh, Bruce Trail. That's a large organization, not-for-profit in Ontario. They've been around since 1967. And um, I had the honor and privilege of working with them. They are um, Canada's environmental not-for-profit. They're the most trusted and admired not-for-profit in this country. And we were working on all sorts of stuff around how do we become stronger and serve and reach our goal as a not-for-profit. So, Yes, lots of experience, not-for-profits. I, I personally love what they're, you know, what they're up to and their intent and their belief and desire to do better uh, just because that's what's important. Exactly. Well, Linda, it has been my pleasure to chat with you today. I really loved everything you were saying. I'm very inspired by you. I really do hope that you come back on the program again and chat with us some more. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. And Candace, again, thank you for everything that you are doing for women around the world, especially coming out of International Women's Day. Thank you and continue your great work as well. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. This has been great, everyone. I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to be posting all of Linda's information on our social media so that you can get a hold of her. I think it's really important. You got to see what she's doing, guys. She's absolutely fantastic. Thank you again, Linda. Thank you to all of our amazing listeners. It's because of you that we've continued to do this for the last 12 years. 
thank you so much for everything that you guys are doing out there. You guys are the change makers of the world, and we're so happy to be a part of that. So I hope that every one of you has a fantastic day and that you remember to do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.